with the 15th pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Washington Redskins select Dwayne Haskins, quarterback, Ohio State. Never the right time to go. Gotta do my time to go. Never the right time to go. Don't love you. Love me, choose your steps. Gotta make it right before you left. Gotta make it right before you. Everybody wanna feel like everything gonna be right. New me over the old me. Let it out, let it all out. God, please let it all right. Make it right, nothing feels right. Nothing else ever feels right. Nothing else ever feels right. What is up, everybody? It is the Beltway Boys. It is episode 56. What is going on, everybody? I am Austin Mendez, half of the Beltway Boys, the other half, the talented, the beautiful, just the special. You already know what it is. October's very own, man. Walker. <laughs> What is going on? I ain't said that one in a while. I had to, I had to listen to some old episodes to remember that. <laughs> October. I know. Very when's the old. last time? When's the last time we recorded? Man, it's been a while. I think definitely last month. I know we did yeah. it when that Watson trade went down. Mm, oh yeah. So yeah, it's been about three three weeks. And we did it the day of the Watson trade, so it was like a lot has changed, you know, since then. But this is episode fifty six, man. And this is going to be a special one, a special one to us, because this is our time of year, Walker. This is when we thrive as a sports mm-hmm. fan. So this is our Texans episode. So after the Watson trade, we got the compensation. It's all but confirmed now, all the picks, all the rounds. And uh, we haven't had this in a couple of years, man. A first-round pick, multiple first-round picks. Oh, my God. So we got to break this stuff down, Walker. I just, first and foremost, now that we got the compensation done for this Watson trade, and we, I think, had it done the last episode, but I think a fourth-round pick has been added. How are you feeling about this trade coming? I mean, not trade, this draft coming, my bad. And uh, before we dive into the prospects and stuff, just uh, you got any good uh, feelings about this year? This, like, draft class? This draft class, or just what's your gut feeling? Are you you thinking uh, the Texans are going to do right by this? All these picks, or? Oh, man. (laughs) My gut feeling. (laughs) Just the long pause, I think, should tell you all you need to know. Yeah, I I, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm optimistic, you know, but. I agree. I don't know how much is that is like, is like, uh, you know, like what's his, what's the guy we had? Rick Smith. Like I was optimistic because I trusted he was gonna make the right choice. But like I'm optimistic right now because I want the Texans to be good again, and this draft is crucial to that. So, um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel yet. 
you know. I mean, we just, last year they they did a solid job, man. I mean, it was only it's only one season, so it's, it's not uh, you can't really judge it. But you know, I think for what it's worth, um, I think you I think you have to say they did a solid, at least a solid B minus, right? Maybe. What would you give that draft class? Last year, they hit on yeah. every every pick. I would say Nick Casario. I would definitely give it a B. Yeah. B so it's B like plus B. Yeah. So it's like that gives you a little bit of like, okay, well, he did that, you know, with nothing but late round picks and only a couple of them. So yeah, um, I have to I have to have some trust in him that he'll you know he'll make a better choice with 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 uh, better options. So. Um, I'm not mad at it, man. I'm. I, I think. I think we'll be. I think we have a chance to to change the fortune of this team if they if they get it right. Though, what what you thinking though? Man, I I love everything you said. It kind of gave me chills because I agree with you, man. I I want them to succeed. I want them to turn this thing around. We're moved on from the Watson ordeal now, and um, I just I'm looking ahead. And like you said, this draft class or this draft is crucial to determine how quickly they become successful. And the last draft Nick Casario had, you were right. He didn't have the high picks. He didn't have the luxury to pick maybe the best um, quality of talent. This year he does. There's no excuses. So if you're going to go off of last year and him hitting on those late picks, mid-round picks, give that same logic to this year, now just with higher picks. Yeah, now we're talking. Now we're talking. And we haven't even gotten to the prospects yet, but this is one of the deeper drafts, especially on defense, wide receivers. Um, I don't know about O-line, but it is top-heavy with some really good talent. Um, This is a year to have multiple picks, if you're going to have them. And maybe not for a quarterback, but – to fill other positions, which the Texans need to do, oh yeah, absolutely. So, I'm I'm excited. We are gonna, I guess next really just what would your dream scenarios be for pick three and thirteen? Um, if you want, I can go first, or you can. But man, you, you can go so many different ways with this. <laughs> uh, for for me, yeah, you're right. You can go so many. So many different routes. I think personally, probably that's tough. Okay. So I would personally, I, I would take Derek Stingley at three personally, but I think I said this before. You've always been that way. Yeah. I, I, I think he, I think he going to be Darrell Revis. So yeah, so I would take him just because I think he's that good and he's worth it. But at the same time, the way that people are talking about Sauce Gardner, mm. I might be able to play the board and maybe Stingley might fall to me at 13, you know. That's a risk, but if I could, if I could, and ain't right, bro. It can go so many ways. Cause what if the Jags 
don't take Hutchinson first, you know, then it's like, who's going to be there? So it's usually, what's what's it been like? Hutchinson, Thibodeau, and then people have us taking like Neil or Icky. Um, sometimes Trayvon Walker or Trayvon, however you say his name. So I'm thinking, this is, man, this was a good question because you really got me over here like trying to, trying to figure out. Uh, man, I probably would go Thibodeau third. And if I can, if, if it looks like Stingley is falling past the Jets at 10, maybe I trade up to get him or, or maybe I just play the board. And if he, and if he isn't there at 13, I probably go, um, re- best receiver that's available. If, if Gary, if Gary Wilson or uh, Drake London are available, I probably go one of them and maybe, maybe even throw this wild card in. This is, this is like, if I took Thibodeau at three, throw this wild card in of, uh, Jamison Williams at 13. You know, because before his knee injuries, you could you could argue he was the best receiver coming out. You know, so it, it, it bro, it's you're right. If it's a lot of possibilities, if if not, if Thibodeau, let's say Thibodeau, Hutchinson go one two, I'd probably go, um, Iki. Is that how you say his name? Man, I don't know, and I'm glad you're saying it Okwanu. like that. Because that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I know Okwanu you know? is his last name, but i probably go Icky um, third just because his run blocking is insane. Um, and I feel like we have tackles. Our tackles are good enough. I would take him, and I would actually move him to guard. Um, and just hopefully he he's a Quentin Nelson type guard. You know what I mean? Like where – it was definitely worth taking Quentin Nelson. I think he went like four overall, you know. So if you can get a Quentin Nelson type guard, you're gonna you're gonna take that every day. I don't care if it's top five or you know, you could argue. I think you could argue Quentin Nelson could have went one in that draft. Um, but I probably go if if Hutchinson and Thibodeau are gone one two. I probably go Icky three. Um. I mean, obviously, first of all, I, first of all, I would go Stingley one, uh, three period. But in this, in these scenarios, I'm gonna go Icky um, three, and then thirteen. I'm, bro, you're right. This is this is a freaking exercise right here. A mental <laughs> gymnastics. Yeah, you know? I might, I might go. Uh, I like Carl Fitus. Carl, I mean Carl Loftus at thirteen. Yes. Um. Like I said, receive it's a it's a lot of it's a if it's a good receiver there. If it's if if I really want to, man, yeah, I I, I reach for that Jamison Williams. I think he can he can be a special player. And I think the more just people around Davis Mills to to help him out and make it easier and him more comfortable and, and like confident the better. Um and then yeah, third yeah. So thirteen, I'm looking around. I'm looking at like a Carl Carl uh Carl Jermaine Johnson, Trevon Walker if he's there, um, Stingley if he's there. I don't think Gardner would be there. 
maybe maybe even a McDuffie, um, our booth. Maybe still look at a corner right there. Uh, but yeah, those I, it'd be it'd be one of those players at thirteen for me. Mostly, I probably lean receiver. Um, and then yeah, at, at three, it'd be either Sting. I, honestly, I don't even mind. I I wouldn't even be mad at Sauce Gardner at three, to be honest with you. Um, and then yeah, Thibodeau or right, Hutchinson fell at three or Icky or I mean Neil, I. I was I was really big on Neil earlier on the process, but um, I don't know why. But I kind of fell off of him a little bit. I don't know why. I don't. I think it's just because we have so many tackles right now. Well, not so many, but we kept we kept Tunsil, and we got Howard. So I mean, I guess you could put I guess you could put Howard at at guard and put Neil right tackle, but. That's what I'm thinking right now, bro. You really, you really got me. You really caught me off guard with this one, bro. Cause yeah. it really kind of depends on the, on the, how the board feels out, really. Yeah, and and you're right. See. One and two have been so different. They they constantly switches. Um, Jacksonville is the wild card, really, because Detroit. I feel like they could go quarterback at two. They might go Malik Willis or somebody. Wants to trade with them, to yeah. Malik Willis, uh, but Jacksonville, if they go, Evan Neal or Icky, and Hutchinson falls, you know, does Detroit take him since he played at Michigan? Uh, so I just did. I just mm-hmm. put it in the mock draft right now on PFF, and they had Hutchinson going one, and then they put they took Hamilton too. See, and I feel like Hamilton's slowly falling. But when yeah. I do mocks, he's always going early still. You know, it's a mock draft. But So, in that scenario, I'm taking Kayvon. Well, I mean, in that scenario, I'm taking Stingley. But um, I feel like the Texans, I don't know. I really don't. That's what, I don't know with Casario. Yeah. Because I saw Stingley was coming in for a visit, you know. And I do know in New England, like, that's the thing we're on the cover too, man. It's like I know in New England how much they value that cornerback who can who can just lock down man to man. Like if this was the Patriots, I think they'd take Stingley. Mm. I mean, cause look, I mean, they gone after like they always like that that defense when you think about it is built on like being like multiple, but also having a shutdown corner. Like if you think about, it, they've had Revis, they've had um, J.C. Jackson, um, they've had uh, my boy who was just there, Gilmore, was Gilmore, um, Akeem Salib came there. Uh, Even Revis went there at one point. Yeah, I said. Yeah, I said. Oh, Revis you did. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had Ty Law there. You Ty had Asante Law. Samuel there. Yeah. Um, you know, so they've all always, always, always since Belichick's been there had a had a good um a good corner, at least one that they could, you know, use in multiple ways. And I feel like I feel like Nick might share that same philosophy, but I never you never know because this is a cover two and I cover two the middle, I think. Hamilton actually might be our, you know, a pass rusher might be a bigger, like, factor in, in that cover, too. 
Mm-hmm. You know, because you think about Tampa 2, Derrick Brooks, Warren Sapp, and John Lynch were like the main pieces of that. And then Rondé Barber, nickel corner, who we can talk about nickel corners too. I have I have a player who I think is important to that. But you think about like the Tampa 2, like nickel corners um, are super important to that. Look at Kenny Moore and, and, mm-hmm. and the Colts. Rondé Barber, obviously. Um, think about Bob Sanders with the Colts when, when they were really good. He was really good. The Colts had a really good defense. Um, and in 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 Chicago, though, Peanut Tillman was big. Obviously, Erlacher, Briggs. Really just depends. I can't remember who the safety was in Chicago. It wasn't Archuleta, was it? No, no. I don't remember. If they had, like, a world-renowned safety during yeah. the movies, uh, time, I know Daniel Manning was there for a little bit, but mm-hmm. I feel like their safety's kind of ever-changed. You know, Peanut Tillman was their safety. Mike safety-er. Brown. Remember Mike? He was there. I remember him. I just remember Peanut Tillman being mm-hmm. the staple of that secondary. But yeah, so it's like I don't I don't know if he's you know, I don't know if he's if he's sold on like I want to get the best players, period, or I want to get the best players for a cover two. So that's another thing. And I kinda hope they don't draft for the for cover two. Yeah. Just draft the best player, really. Yeah. Um it's 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 gonna be interesting because they could trade back. They could trade up from the thirteenth pick if a player falls. Yeah, out that's what I'm saying. 10. Yeah, or they can trade back if they feel like. I really feel like they might trade out of three if I they can get an extra second. Uh, they might even try to trade out of thirteen if they can too. If they can do both, but I just did a uh, on them on that same mock draft and I took Thibodeau, and now at thirteen you have uh, I got Gary Wilson available. Bernard Raymond from Central Michigan tackle. You heard of him? I'm not really mm-hmm. familiar with him. They got him pretty high. And they got Trevon Walker still available. Jamison Williams, Devontae White, and Kobe Dean, who I'll consider I would consider at 13 as well, or maybe trying to trade back and getting him. I think he's a I think he's 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 five eleven, but I think he's a player that can change your defense. Um Linderbaum, Jordan Davis, 13. Yeah, so in this scenario, I'm, I'm probably going Garrett Wilson. So Kayvon or Stingley at three, and then Garrett Wilson probably at 13? Well, well, yeah. I, well, the best was, like, if, if Wilson, like I said, Wilson or London or Williams are there, I feel like I kind of want to go that route, but, yeah. And you compare. What about you? What are you thinking? I like I like that wide receiver um, thought at uh, thirteen, especially with them keeping Cooks now, resigning him. Mm-hmm. I feel like now you could get like a legit rookie number one target to pair with Davis Mills, even after Cooks is gone. Like, uh, or maybe not Davis Mills. Whoever the future QB is. Mm-hmm. Texans have had success drafting uh, wide receivers in the round one. Maybe besides Will yeah. Fuller, but I think Will Fuller was. I a think success. that was even a, yeah, that was a success too. So yeah, we agree on that. 
Um, so I, I wouldn't be mad at that. I think where I'm at now, because I kind of agree with Clint Sterner from 610 talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, start from the ground up. You know, we, mm-hmm. we need a lot of talent, man. We need a lot of talent. Last year, I think Casario did good on the draft picks, signed some good free agents. That re-signed with us. And I, I think we still have so many holes across the board. And like take the best available player at three, shit 13. But Clint said he was like, start from the ground up, start in the trenches, offense and defense, and then work your way out. And I thought about it, and I was like, man, we got two first-round picks for the next three years. And if if depending on how the Texans are thinking, if they think this is a quick turnaround, long turnaround, or, or whatever, starting from the, the ground up as far as offensive linemen, defensive linemen, and then working your way out, I feel like that would be a good thing. Because maybe by next year or the following year, if you don't think Davis Mills is the guy, well, you have a supporting cast to protect him and then maybe get him the ball back with turnovers, sacks, good defense. So I'm kind of leaning like either Icky at three or if Aiden Hutchinson fall, fell to three and if Kayvon would be there at three. Those are like my three choices. And I still like Kyle Hamilton. I still, he he's like a luxury pick, I think. Like you don't really have to go safety that high. But he's a special one. He's a special one. And then I, yeah, I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't be I wouldn't be opposed to to that either. You know, uh, if they want to go Kyle? if they pick him at three. Yeah, if they pick him at three, then they must they must feel like he's one of them ones. So you know. Exactly. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad at it. Like I said, the cup that's the thing, like what's what's gonna be our identity? Because yeah. <laughs> the cover two, like like that cover two, the strong safety is 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 very important as well. So Yeah. Um and this draft could be a he could be a crucial piece, yeah. This draft will determine our identity. Pick three is going to let you know what direction they trying to go. Yeah. But for me, so so you're gonna you, well yeah yeah and, give your scenario. So one would be Icky and who else? At thirteen, Jordan Davis. Nice. Or or uh, George, uh, the guy from Purdue, Patrick. Carl Loftus. Yeah. That's a last name for the record books, but mm-hmm. yes. I like him because, to me, Jonathan Grenard on one side is your speed rusher. Mm-hmm. And he can, he's a power rusher, too. He showed he can push the oh, yeah. back. But then you would have a power rusher on the opposite side. And I think he's kind of like a young J.J., honestly. At least yeah, his, I, I agree. Tape, his, his college tape remind me of that. Yeah. Know? Like, that's when I watched him. Like, I, when I first watched him, I, I low-key thought he was better than Hutchinson. Yeah. Until same. Hutch until until Hutchinson went off versus Ohio State. And, yeah. And uh I was just like, geez, he dominated us. <laughs> he was just he was running people over like they were uh literally people. 
Um, but yeah, I like Carl. I like Carl off this tape a lot, bro. He his pass rushing. He he not he's not like overwhelming you with speed. His hands. He's just like using his hands crazy good. Like I, I like it, bro. Yeah, he. You put me on to him. You were the one that told me about him. And really, every time you tell me about a player, you usually right. That's why I trust you with this Derek Stingley thing. Like if, if, like you said, if they took one of the top corners at three, I wouldn't be mad at it. They, they've never had a type of corner like that. I mean, AJ Bouye had a good year. Dante Robinson had some good years, but lockdown where you don't even have to worry about that. Never player, had that. Yeah. Never had that. Never had that. Mm-mm. So, and I, and and Stingley. Stingley, I think he uh, – not Stingley. Um, got sauce. I feel like if if you put him in the right position, because that's the thing too. Like, I feel like you want to kind of build your like you want to build around your players' talents more so than make them fit into your your thing. And I could see. I think Stingley would be. Not, I keep saying freaking Stingley. I think Sauce would be super good in cover two as well, though. Like, yeah, he's low key. He's low key like a. I feel like a prototype kind of cover two corner, just long. He's super good and pre- he's a little too handsy. Um, he has to work on that a lot, but he's super long. Like he he's he's rangy. Um, I feel like if he's in like a. Uh, a cover three press like uh like Seattle. He might, like he said, he said he was the best player in his draft. If he's in that kind of system, he might be right. He might end up being a Hall of Fame type corner. It really it it because I mean he they didn't give up he that. didn't give up any touchdowns in college. Um, that's crazy. That is insane, right? I mean, and I've made the argument too against against him, like when people try to say he's better than Stingley if he hasn't played, you know, he hasn't played the same competition. But I mean, that's still impressive, you know. Even I can admit that. Yeah. It's like I see I feel like if he goes to the Jets, because they run they run kind of that same San Francisco quarters press or, or to cover three press and kind of just let the, the front four get after you. Um, I think he'll be very, very, very successful in that. Um, I think he'll, I think he's going to be solid. I, I wouldn't want him. I wouldn't want him playing in like off man a lot or something like that. Mm-mm. If it's a, I want a system where it's either like press blitzing or, or like he, yeah, he's like I think like a cover two, because he's freaking long and he's fast and he plays those windows. You know that little that little window at the at the uh, sideline in between the safety and the corner. That's like one of the spots they hit. I think he plays that really well. Um, and I and, and I think he would have played well in our pass defense. Um, you know, with with the three four, but. We'll see, man. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be opposed to him either, if they if they went that route. And I did see he did a visit last week. Mm-hmm. 
Do you see where he went to the combine in the tux? No. Bruh, that was clean as hell. Iced out, had his ice on in the tux, and they asked him why. He said, oh, this business. <laughs> it's a oh, bus- yeah. business trip. And that's, that is one thing I really like about him is how confident he is. Bro, corner's got to have that. Yeah, you got, that corner, you have to have that, bro. Like, it's almost like an arrogance. And you know what? Like, you have to have that, bro, and he has it. That shit's infectious mm-hmm. to the other players in the secondary. So you don't mm-hmm. think Lonnie Johnson going to be on his shit if he got Sauce Gardner talking his shit on the other side? Or you don't think Jonathan Owens, Simone Biles' husband, ain't going to come with it? I, I think he's going to have a big year. Yeah, you should watch. Uh, he did a. He did a. He was on Richard Sherman podcast, and Ooh. Richard Sherman was just in love with him. Sauce. He he yeah. Oh. He was in love with him. He was like, I think you got everything, man. Like, I see a lot of myself in you. Um, he was like, yeah, if you need, like, if you need me, like, you just get my number. Get my number. I'll let you know. I'll have you, let you know anything you need to know. Um. I think he said, Saul said he was like, he felt like he molded his game after Richard Sherman, Jalen Ramsey, and uh, Antonio Camardi. Mm. I like that Antonio Camardi comparison. Mm-hmm. I actually just seen him at a Rockets game. He was a beast. Dude. Freak. I remember his rookie year, that kick, that uh, field goal mm-hmm. return. I'll never forget it versus Minnesota. Yeah, Cromartie was a, a different one. Him and Revis in, in New York. Oh, oh my God. That defense was crazy. The fact, yeah, that they were they were they were they were hurting that boy Brady like they were Mark uh, Mark Sanchez away from making the Super Bowl, really. Straight up. Because that defense was insane. Maybe having a dynasty, because the first three mm-hmm. years, they yeah. were crazy. They was crazy. And they yeah. did that with a rookie QB. Mm-hmm. Like, sheesh. That's, but yeah, so you so your your first scenario would be Icky and um Carl Loftus or Jordan Davis. Yeah, I like that. First scenario, I like that. So let's give a couple because Yeah, because it's it's so many it's so possibilities because it's two picks, yeah. Oh my god, it's so many. So I, I would say, yeah, my, my first scenario and I would be okay with it. I'd I would go to bed that night and put my head on that pillow. Feeling amazing if it was Icky and Jordan Davis. So that's a great foundation. That is a great foundation. And you got two dogs in the trenches. You got dogs, bro. That's why I like that Icky pick, man. Cause you put him at guard. Bro, he gon' he he out there, he's violent. Like, like we need he ain't he's not Trent Williams. He's not that caliber, but He's violent like Trent Williams. He wants to, he wants to knock your block off, you know. And he got Tunsil next to him. And yeah. He can eventually take over for Tunsil when Tunsil mm-hmm. leaves or retires. Yeah. Come on, man. That's. And I like and, it, in the, like you said, but it's yeah. different. And it helps you run. We got, uh, we got Mac now. I love that. We ain't talking so, about that. Yeah. I love it. 
you know. So we need we need run help. We need run help, man. We need running game blocking, bro. So it, it, it's it's gonna be crucial. We'll see what they decide, though. But yeah, what what would be your your other scenario? So my other scenario, I would probably go Kyle Hamilton and mm-hmm. George Kalafis uh, or have you say his name? Mm-hmm. It's, it's gonna freaking Carl. I think it's Carl Loftus. That's why I would, no, I, it's Carl. I would never want to be a like a Mark Vandermeer, like a mm-hmm. game announcer, you know, because some names would just trip me up, and I would just give them a nickname or abbreviate their name, like J.K. or G mm-hmm. G.K. It'd be G.K. You know, some. But that'd be my second one, and then third for poops and giggles. I'd probably go uh, either Stingley or Sauce, mm-hmm. and then I would go Drake London. You put me on Drake London, and I feel like Davis Mills from college, even to the pros, I feel like he do good with uh, big wide receivers. Oh yeah, he likes he likes those those uh, those people who can go up and get it. I feel I feel like every quarterback does like that type of receiver is invaluable, like. Okay, people, people, like kind of low key hate on. Like I don't say hate on them, but they, they down them because they're like, well, damn, he's catching all those contested catches. That means he's not creating separation. But at the same time, it's like that's a safety valve. Like uh, yeah. if you know you can just throw it up, and he gonna come down with it most of the time. Like we saw that with we had DeAndre Hopkins, how valuable that is. Like we converted so many third downs just because DeAndre Hopkins would run, run to the first down, and you know they just throw it to him no matter who the QB was, and pick it up. Like he was unstoppable, like fifty-fifty balls. So, and his run after catch is crazy too. Like once he catches that thing, he's going like he's breaking at least he's almost like he reminds me low-key of like a cooper cup after a catch like he don't look super fast but like his run after the catch he does yeah I'd, he make it look easy he make it look easy and he's physical too mm-hmm. he real physical i i would love it but now it's kind of like do we get do we go after like a slot wide receiver because we re-sign cooks is nico collins a slot or does it even matter? Like, am I over? Drake London, Drake London plays in the slot a lot, actually. Well, then that might be too damn perfect. That might be you know, it's almost heaven. like a who else be? I mean, Devontae Adams be playing in the slot a lot too, but it's almost like just that 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 Gronk man, where you know I can throw it up, or Mike Evans, you know you can throw it up, and he's gonna be there. Uh, Mike Evans has Mike Evans has had like what? He's the, every year in his career a thousand yards or something like that in eight eight seasons in a row. I can believe it. Like probably one of the most underrated receivers ever. I can believe it. And he's from Galveston, Texas. Galveston ball, man. I remember them. We played them. <laughs> Bro, we played them in, in junior high. I got my like one of my first junior high interceptions versus them. Galveston ball, bro. It was like a tip interception. <laughs> I got laid out too after. No, I had it. My yeah, my groin was like, I I, I got tackled. Man, he tackled me hard. I think it was the running back. He tackled me hard, and my groin was all messed up. Mm-mm. 
But yeah, you, you I was young, so I was able to bounce back in a couple of days. But hey, he was yeah, just bro. mad. He was just mad that his quarterback <laughs> threw an interception. Galveston ball. That that ball, I felt like it was in the air for thirty seconds. It's like one of them little Giants movies. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm looking up at that ball, like, bro, I'm about to get an interception. Let's go. I mean, is it really gonna happen? I had one. <laughs> I had one in high school, freshman year. It tipped yeah. up. I almost got it. I should have dove for it. Yeah. And it like landed by my feet. Oh man. I'm sick about it to this day. <laughs> to this day. Oh man, but yeah, Galveston ball, man. Our that coach is, was like, man. they look like he was like, they look like uh Tarzan play like Jane. Yeah. They they was going in on Galveston Ball. But yeah, shout out to Galveston Ball. Shout out to Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. That was too funny. Well, Walker, one thing that we've, I feel like, on the Beltway Boy podcast made a staple of is a top five. Top five, top five, top five. And draft is something I think we've also made a staple of talking about, and um, that's kind of our thing. We've always talked about that, especially on this podcast. So I wanted to do top five of each position mm. in this draft. And we can just spitball it. I know there might be some positions where we're – like we know these players and mm-hmm. this is our top five. Others might might take a little bit longer. Have to look – yeah, go look at – Really look into. But So I kind of want to do for offensive linemen and defensive linemen because you can go five defensive tackles, five DNs. You can go five offensive tackles, five guards, five centers. We're just going to do five offensive linemen and five defensive linemen. So that will include all the five on the O-line, and that will include the three or four, depending on what defense. Yeah, for defense. So tackles and ends. And then we'll go linebackers, corners, safeties, wide receivers, running backs, even tight ends. I don't really know that many tight ends, but we'll do tight ends and quarterbacks. And we can switch off. I'll go first one, you go first next, or however. And we'll just switch off mm-hmm. that way and give each other, I guess, a little bit of time to create our list. But for quarterbacks, I'm interested to hear yours because I feel like the quarterbacks this year are so top-heavy. But do you have your top five quarterbacks already in your mind, or would you like me to uh, go ahead and name mine? Yeah, you can go first. Okay, I'll go ahead and go first, and then running backs, you'll go first if you want. Uh, We'll do it like that. But for my top five, I would go number five. Um, Shoot, for quarterbacks, like I said, there's going to be some positional groups. You're going to go five to one? I I think I'm going to name one to five. (laughs) Mm, That might be easier, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. So my number one would be Malik Willis. It's it's really not close. I think he – I think he is above and beyond the rest of the class. I'd be interested to see five years from now how that plays out, but that's who I'm putting the money on. Uh, Number two, I'm going to go Matt Corral. He might be a smaller guy, but I think he can run. He can throw. He played in a tough college conference, and he was successful. So I would go number two. It just – he might fall because it's going to only take one team to – believe in him but I don't know we'll see 
Number three, I'd probably go Desmond Ritter. I like his game, but mm. I, he kind of reminds me of – I don't know. He's not accurate to me. Yeah. He reminds me of, like, uh, Geno Smith for some reason. I don't know why. Oof. <laughs> Damn. I remember, <laughs> I remember that. Um, yeah, I, I think he's nice. He can run. I liked how Cincinnati used him. I think if an NFL team uses him in the same way, then I think he'll be really good. Actually, I need to change my list because – like I said, there's going to be some positional groups we know better than others. I'm going to actually put Kenny Pickett at two, Matt Corral at three, Desmond Ritter at four. Let me look at my damn list. Oh, I know. Number five, this guy reminds me of Baker so much that I like, I'm like against <laughs> it. But uh, no, you know what? I'm going Carson Strong mm, from Nevada, really? number five. He's a big arm quarterback. He's accurate, and he's a big quarterback. He's He should be able to take them hits in the NFL. I think he could be one where we look back and he's either starting or had some successful moments in the NFL. Um, but So, yeah, Carson Strong, number five, number four, Ritter. Number three, Corral. Number two, Pickett. And then Malik Willis, number one. That's my top five quarterbacks. Yeah. I'm interested to hear yours. Uh, I think it's pretty similar. It, it's not like, man, did you see Chris Sims' list? Chris Sims be having some wild list. I feel like that's what he's known for now. Yeah, I think that's what he's known for. wild takes, you know? Yeah. Um... Man, we didn't do one of these last year, huh? I don't think so. We need to start to... doing them so we can <laughs> see how our players pan out. Yes. And that's why I thought about it. Because I know last year we did, like, rookie of the year predictions after the draft. Mm -hmm. And we were pretty close. Or I think yeah. the year uh, Chase Young came out, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there you go. All right, so for yeah, so for my my top five QBs, I have Matt Corral one, mm. I have Malik Willis two, mm. um, I really, I'll go pick. Nah, I'll, actually no, I'm gonna go Hal three, mm. and then yeah, and then pick it four, mm. and then. I think, yeah, Ritter five. Mm. No, you're going to have to explain that, man. Corral one. Yeah. You oh, man. like him at one, huh? I, I liked Matt Corral. Um, I liked how he was playing this year, man. Just super, super, like, like twitched on. I don't know how to explain. Like, his, his release is so quick. Um, super accurate. Super competitive. Will run. Um, I just like how the ball is popping off his hand. I like how he can make off-script plays. Um, I don't know, man. I just, he, I just liked how he was. I just liked the way he was playing. Um, and even last year, he was playing well too. Uh, I don't know. He just feel and and I, Malik Willis. 
I think has a chance. He he has a chance to be the best QB in his class, for sure. Um, but I just like Car. I just like Matt Corral a little bit, a little bit better, a little bit better. I don't know who I see him. I, you know, I was watching him the other day, watching some highlights on him again, and I was I I, I see I, it's a, it's a bad comp, but I see a little bit like Romo in him. Ooh, yeah. That's what I. That's that's what came in my mind. Just like the quick, the quick release, just the super quick release, and then the off script plays. Athletic, making off script plays. That's what I. That's what I saw in him. Arm super, and his arm is super. Like Willett's arm is stronger, but Corral's not that far away. Damn, and he's a small yeah. guy too. Mm-hmm. That's my only concern with him. Cause he getting hurt. Yeah, because he was running yeah. a lot. They was running. He was running. You know what? A lot of these QBs run a lot. I'm feeling like that's just college football nowadays. All of them are dual threats Cause, pretty much. Because Sam Howe, I think Sam Howe had more rushing yards than Willis this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? And Pickett can run. Obviously, yeah. Ritter can run. I think it's just it's just the 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 way quarterbacks are going to go, man. You gotta be able to extend plays. But yeah, that's that's mine. Let's I like what, that. What, what's, what's the next one we got? We got running backs next, and if you like, you can go first, or All if right. you want, you know, you can always tell me, and I'll I'll bullshit it like I did that last one. I was thinking <laughs> on the fly. Yeah, my running backs is is uh. Is I Brees Hall easily? I I thought mm-hmm. Brees Hall was coming out last year, and uh, I might have taken. I think he, I might have had him as my number one running back last year. That's how much I liked him. Um, and then Kenneth Walker, he's just mm-hmm. he's a freaking monster. He had a monster year, breaking tackles like the speed. He has it all. Um, and then after that, I like I like my boy James Cook. Out of Georgia, um, if we get him, I'll be super excited. I think he can have some of the best value, depending on how people feel. I feel like some some teams gonna pull the trigger because they're like, ah, like get they're gonna get like uh, ants in their pants. What's the freaking? Their hands are gonna start itching. I don't know what's like the phrase is that. Yeah, uh, like we're like, oh, I can't wait anymore. Like I don't want to risk it. I want to take him. Antsy. I can see. Yeah, I can see somebody pulling the trigger on him in the third instead of like the fourth. Um. So yeah, Hall, Walker, James Cook. Um, and then after that, yeah, it gets a little murky for me. I seen. Uh, I'm trying to think. I like Kyron Williams. Man, he was running slow. <laughs> he was running super slow at the combine. He's already small, but I'll give it to him. I put him at four. I like Kyron Williams four. And then five, I'll go Isaiah Spiller out of uh, Texas A&M. I think he he can be uh, a solid. Like I'm trying to think of a maybe like a. a nah, he might be a little bigger than Fred Jackson from Buffalo. Remember him? Mm, yeah. But I I feel like he can have that same type of impact. Just like not blazing speed, but like not super powerful, but like just an all purpose. You know, all around, just pick up yards and you know, 
be a good running back. So yeah, that's my five, man. I want to I want to see what you got, man. So I love Brees Hall, but there's something about that damn Kenneth Walker, man. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm hoping they draft him because I would like to see you in a Walker jersey. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, yeah, that'd be lit. That'd be <laughs> sick. That'd be crazy, especially depending on what number he wore. You know, mm-hmm. maybe that number had some type of sentimental value to you. So mm-hmm. that'd be cool, but I'm gonna go Kenneth Walker number one, Brees Hall two, Isaiah Spiller number three. I, I agree with you. I feel like he's the type of running back who can do it all. That would mm-hmm. have a long NFL career. He might not. Yeah, be a, just a random long career. Yeah, like he might not be a starter throughout his career. He might start one season, two season, you know. Mm-hmm. But he's he's gonna be a productive running back, and uh, and he went to Texas A and M. I didn't go there, but. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's home home team. Oh, it's, yeah, close close team. So, I would go him number three, uh, number four, Brian Robinson out of Alabama. Oh, I, I forgot really, about him. That's a good. I think a lot of people forget about him, honestly. Mm-hmm. But he came on late in the season and gave Alabama a big boost in the running game. Not that they lack it or weapons; they don't lack weapons. But he gave them a. Uh, a good boost to the running game. Um, and you put me on Kyron Williams, I remember. But there's a running back out of Georgia. They got a yeah. couple. I like uh, Samir White. Samir White. Mm-hmm. I like him. I just – I think drafting the Georgia running back, you can't go wrong. Kind of like – Yeah, they're always him. pretty good, yeah. So, it's, it's, it's a safe bet. And I think that would be five. Yeah, so that would be my five. So – it would be Walker, Hall, um, Spiller, Robinson, and then White, Zamir White out of Georgia. So that'd be my five. Now, this is the one that I know we've texted a couple times. I don't know if you realize, but we've texted our top five at least twice, maybe <laughs> through text or maybe once through Twitter. But yeah, I feel like mine changes all the time, but yours has definitely been consistent. Um, you did running backs first, so I'll I'll go through my wide receivers, and uh, I don't know. This might surprise you, <laughs> but for number one, only yeah. Let's hear. <laughs> you said only. You one. might if you, you might if you got a live a one. Yeah, that might surprise me. Well, well freaking hold on to <laughs> damn britches because it's <laughs> number one i will say Traylon burks okay oh okay so i won't give you a heart attack just yet but yeah. Traylon burks is my number one i just think he's a dog not mad at that he played in one of the toughest conferences everybody knows it in the sec and mm-hmm. i know he didn't time too well at you know in the combine or whatever but i'm not really really too worried about that like you said if if a wide receiver can make contested catches then he's a quarterback's best friend you know and i seen him run away from alabama defenders like i want to say it was 80 and 90 yard play or something like that so he's got game time he, yeah yeah i'm not worried about his time it's physical he, he's a weird blend he kind of reminds me of golden tate a little bit but a bigger golden tate it's uh see he reminds me of Andre Johnson and AJ Brown. 
Ooh. So those are the players he reminds me of. Ooh, we. That name <laughs> rings a bell here. <laughs> that mm-hmm. would be crazy to have the reincarnation of Matt Schaub, Andre Johnson with Davis Mills, who's already kind of long neck Matt Schaub looking self. And then you give Traylon Burks, young AJ. Ooh, we. Now, Walker, come on, man. You might make me uh, redo my dream scenario for 13, <laughs> man. It might be Traylon Burks. Mm. But number two, your favorite, Chris Avale. Or Ole. Lave. Lave. That's, man, what a name. I can hear Mark Vandermeer saying it right now. But he kind of <laughs> reminds me of Jamar Chase. That's who he reminds me of. And hmm. you give me that. Plus a Nico Collins, who kind of reminds me of T. Higgins a little bit. And we got Cooks, who is our veteran, who's kind of like, what's his name for uh, Cincinnati? Uh, Boyd, their veteran over there. And God damn it, we could be the Cincinnati Bengals of the 2022-2023 season. (laughs) Davis Mills is our great value Joe Burrow. But... So that's my number two. I just you, he's special. Yeah. You might get killed for calling Chris. <laughs> for saying Chris Olave reminds you of, of Jamar Chase. I know. I know. But he's you, may, you might get killed for that one. Uh, we won't. Let's not tell That's a generational. That. Yeah, that's a generational. <laughs> Jamar Chase is, is a once-in-a-generation receiver. Oh, man. Yeah. That's, for, that's, that's for interesting. Yeah. I, I, he just. Damn. He yeah. just got it to you. Huh? He got it to me. I, th- I just think he he smoothed on that field, and I feel like. Mm-hmm. And another thing, I feel like you all right about Jamar Chase. He's special. <laughs> but that connection him and Joe Burrow have is yeah. damn special, too. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if oh, 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 Chris, uh, Olav, I don't, it's tripping me up, but that Olave. last name, Olave. I'm not going to mess that up no more. Alave, if Davis Mills and him could have a fourth or quarter of that uh, chemistry that uh, Burrow and Jamar Chase, then Texans are in for some good stuff. But mm-hmm. if they pick him at 13, I would be mad. I'm not going to You'd be mad? I'd be mad. If they picked Olave at 13, wow. I'd be like, over, say – if there was no other wide receivers taken up until that point and he was the first wide receiver off the board, I'd be like, oh. Or maybe Nick sees what why I see. Why would you be mad? Why? <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, why would you, know you what? be mad if that's your second best receiver? Yeah, that's my second best. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Maybe. Do you not think? <laughs> yeah. Or do you not think he's second best? <laughs> I don't uh, understand why you'd be mad. If... <laughs> I don't think he's 13th best player in the draft. Oh. I'd, I would rather see them, like, trade back, you know. Oh. But, but maybe, maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe Nick sees what I see. You're right. Now I'm conflicting. I'm I'm having internal battles right now. I'm struggling. <laughs> but, yeah, no, he's number two. I would say number uh, three would be Garrett Wilson. I mm-hmm. like Garrett Wilson. He reminds me of Michael Thomas. He's smooth with the route running. He's got good hands. He makes contested catches. He's nice. Them Ohio State wide receivers, man. Something about him. Mm-hmm. Something about him. But he and Olave are, are really good to me. 
and I think will be good wherever they go. Um, number four, I would go Drake London. I think he he's special. He reminds me of like a Vincent Jackson. Mm. Rest in peace, Vincent Jackson. Oh my gosh! Wait, Vincent Jackson died. Yeah, I think he either committed suicide or something oh, happened. Man, he, he might not have been committed suicide. I'm not trying to be insensitive. I, it's been a couple of years, but I think. Let me look it up. That's just wild. To be, just to be right, you know, I'd rather be right than dead ass wrong. So, yeah, I think I do remember hearing that. Jackson. That's crazy. Death. Died from chronic alcohol use. Mm. But it, the medical examiner said it was natural causes. Mm. I'm not sure, but that's that's tough. He was a special wide receiver, and it's kind of what Drake. He was a big physical wide receiver, and that's what kind of Drake mm-hmm. London reminds me of. And it's similar to, like, Mike Evans, which you were talking about earlier. Um, and then number five for me, I'm going to go Jameson Williams. I just mm-hmm. think there's certain things that if you have on the football field, it's it, you don't have to coach it, you don't have to teach it, and he has that, and that's speed. And he uses it very well. Mm-hmm. So. It's going to be interesting to see how he returns from that ACL. Um, but I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine. But So that's my five. That's Traylon Burks, Olave, Wilson, London, and Williams. Jamison Williams out of Alabama. So, Walker, what is yours? I feel like Olave might not be on your list. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I would, I used to get on like get in it to um Bleacher Report, like to have the draft community. You should check it out. Yes. Uh with people about Wilson and Olave all the time. Like I they'd be like they'd be like Chris Olave is the best receiver in the nation or in the draft. And I always be like, he's not even the best receiver on his team. Oh. Like, he might not even be the second best. You yeah, got that's... Jackson Smith and Jigba coming out next year. He might be the number one receiver next year. That dude's a problem, and his name is going to be a problem for announcers <laughs> to whichever team he goes to. And, the, and the sad part is freaking – well, I'm a Texas fan, UT fan, and both of them are from Texas, Gary Wilson and uh, Smith and Jigba. I want to say both from Austin too, but – What? I, I know Wilson is. Wilson went to Lake Travis. So that would be dope to get him here then. Yeah. But, yeah, so my list uh, – Pretty much the whole year for me, it's been Gary Wilson one. Um, Drake London has 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 really impressed me a lot. So he's he's my one B. Um, they're interchangeable to me as far as a top receiver. Um, then three, I'd have uh, Jamison Williams at three. And low-key, he probably would have been 1C if he wasn't injured. Mm. Um, and then at four, I'd probably go Traylon Burks. Um, just all four of these receivers, I think, can be, be number one receivers um, if they hit their, their potential. 
Um, and Chris Olave, too. I have him at five. He, I think he could be a number one receiver, too, if he hits the potential. Um, my only issue was Chris Olave was, was people saying he was better than Garrett Wilson. But at the end of the day, it's your preference, too. So um, he's, a, he's probably the, like the smoothest route runner in the class. I feel like I feel like him and, and Cooks are similar in like their route running, like where if you just throw they run like a crossing route over to the sideline, like you just throw a dot and they can barely be open and they're gonna catch it, you know, like on the sideline and toe tap. Um my comp for Chris Olave, I'm trying to think it was a good comp for him. He reminds me of like a just a smooth slot receiver. Um, I don't want to say Antonio Brown. I kind of thought that for a second, and I backed off of it. Yeah, but like kind of like that because I feel like he run he runs his like Antonio Brown runs his route at, as like the same pace. Like he looks the same on every route, and Olave does that as well. I say Antonio Brown light, I guess. Mm. But yeah, I wouldn't be like if we if they draft. Well, I think these five receivers will be really good. Um, like I think they're gonna have really good careers. These five receivers, so I wouldn't be mad at any of them, honestly. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of like is there? Oh, Jahan Dotson is my guy too, but. Mm-hmm. How low key was tempted to put him ahead of Olave, but I was like, I'll, 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 I'll keep it there, man. I'll keep it. I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'll be nice. I'll, I'll throw him a yeah, man. I'll, I'll leave Olave up there. And it's too funny. All right, and then now, what are we on? We're on tight ends, Walker. I hope you know tight ends better than I do, because I know two names. <laughs> uh, my tight. Let me see. I know, I think uh, I had I like Jaden Widemeyer. Yes. For the longest first until he ran a five flat four. Oh my god! <laughs> so that kind of uh, that kind of messed me up, man. But I know I do like the tight end from um, Iowa State. I think his name is Collier. I think that's his name. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got the list up. Yeah, let me. Got to bring them up. So you got Trey McBride, who's pretty much everyone. Greg, I like Greg DeLuch from UCLA. Likely. All Greg right. DeLuch. What a name. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Oh, my man, I feel like they're. I feel like they're disrespecting him because I don't know if this is rankings on PFF or what they did. Jeez, they had him two hundred fifth. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Charlie Kolar out of Iowa State one. <laughs> I feel like I'm on some Chris Sims stuff right now. I really oh. haven't watched uh, McBride like that. 
Like people say, I saw McBride compared to like a smaller Mark Andrews. Huh. Um. Jake Ferguson. Nah, I'm not gonna go him. I'm gonna go. So I'm gonna go Collier one. Then I'm gonna go. Uh, Jeremy Rucker out of out of Ohio State two. Then I'm gonna go Trey McBride. No, I'm gonna go Greg Deluge. Three. Give me the then I'm going to yeah, go Trey McBride fourth and Isaiah Likely fifth. Isaiah Likely. What a fucking name. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Who you got? Man, I'm about to rush to this list because I don't want to. <laughs> I'm going to go. Man, I'm, I'm going to stick with it. I know he ran a poo-poo uh, 40, but I would love to see what Travis Kelsey ran. I feel like that's who <laughs> my comp is for uh, Wadamar. I just think he gets open. He finds the open spots, the way he runs routes. He's a big physical target. And I like what he did in the SEC. I'm going to just go number one. That shows you how I don't know much. Travis Kelsey ran a 4-6-3. Wadamar, what the fuck? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going to go uh, Jelani Woods. Out of Virginia, have you watched him? Any combine beast? No, I didn't get a chance to watch him. He was a combine. I just beast. know he blew up the combine. He blew it up, and then I watched his highlights, and uh, it inspired me. And I put him number two on my list. Um, I think I'm gonna go off of this uh, this uh, draft network mock. And mm-hmm. Put Trey McBride at three, Isaiah mm-hmm. Likely at four, and Cade Otten out of Washington at five. Um, have you watched Cade Otten? No. <laughs> <laughs> if I would have, I would have put him on my have list. What titans watched on there? The only two is uh, Wadamar and uh, Jelani Woods. Okay. So I really so I've, don't know. Yeah, I've watched – I've watched Collier because he was at Ohio State, and I watched I watched him because he played Texas and stuff. Um, I saw Watermeyer. I watched, and the rest of the rest were highlights of these guys. So I watched Watermeyer. Thought he was solid, jump ball type of guy, but he's super slow. Mm. Um, that's that's just really weird to me. And then, um, Deluch, I saw some highlights of him. You should check him out. I think you like it. UCLA got another little, little like small white guy who I wouldn't be surprised if Texans draft or our receiver. Hmm. Um, and then I saw some Trey McBride highlights, but I wasn't. He just looked kind of like out of shape. He 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 looked like uh the guy that that played for the Ravens that tight end before Andrews from Minnesota. Max Williams. Name. Max, yeah, Max Williams. That's what he kind of reminded me of. Um, and then I saw – I like Jeremy Record at Ohio State a lot too. He was pretty good. But, yeah, tight ends this year, definitely no Kyle Pitts or, or Hunter Henrys or um, TJ Hawkinson's or – um, you know what I'm saying? OJ Howard, I was never a believer. That's one guy I was right about. <laughs> you never believed in him. I was a never believer in OJ Howard. 
I think he signed with uh, Buffalo, man. He was so stiff at oh, at freaking Bama, bro. I was like, I don't see, I don't see it, I don't see it. And I think he just ran a good forty time and had a good national championship game. Mm-hmm. That's what it came down to. So next would be uh, O line, huh? O line, yeah. Let's yeah, we got to do O line because we try to do guard oh, and tackle. Hey, we will be here all day. Yeah. Um, I think you went first for tight end, so I'd be going first. Um, so for number one, it's Icky for me, Icky Ukwanu from NC State. I'm going to go number two. Um, I'm going to go number two, Evan O'Neill, offensive tackle out of Alabama. Then I'm going to go Tyler Lindenbaum at three, Mm -hmm. center, Iowa. Then I'm going to go number four, Zion Johnson from Boston College. Hmm. And then number five, I'm going to go Jamari Sailor. God, I know I didn't say that as, his last name right, but out of Georgia, guard. He Oh, uh, I know you're talking about. He's a big dude. Big dude. Big guard. Powerful. Powerful guy. So that's my top five. Physical imposing. Tyler Bomb would be nice. I don't want to pick him at 13, though. I don't know why. I, that 13 pick, I'm being kind of uh, <laughs> I'm being kind of bougie for it. But Yeah. Uh, so that would be my five. Uh, what about you? Where are you at and where you got? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Icky one, Evan Neal two. I'm going to go Charles Cross three, and then mm-hmm. Linderbaum four, and then – Zion Johnson out of out of Boston College, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go him third. I mean, the fifth. I mean, I like that. I like Zion. Mm-hmm. He could play guard or center, so yep. I'd be I'd be okay if they took him. Not at thirteen, though. No, not at that. But one of them picks. One of them picks. So now D line, we're gonna do the same thing. So this is gonna be interesting because. There's a lot of good pass rushers and a lot of good D linemen. So how would you rank your D linemen? Uh five. I'd go I go um Hutchinson. Dang, do I want to put Hutchinson first just because everybody putting him first? Um man, actually I don't know. I might. I think I'm. I think I'm going Thibodeau first, and then Hutchison second, Karloftis third, um, Jordan Davis fourth, and fifth. I think I'll go Trevon Walker fifth. Yeah, low key. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's what I'm gonna. Low key. I low key want to put. Majay Sanders fifth, but I feel like uh, he's smaller than Trevon Walker. Yeah. I'll put Majay Sanders 5B. <laughs> I, I like mention. that guy, bro. You, you I, wanted, did. I thought he was coming out last year. He, he, Everybody who I thought was coming out last year and I want to draft them, I have them pretty – I have them 
held them at a higher esteem. <laughs> that dude, I feel like, is going to be a Raven. <sighs> They're gonna, Ravens are... I love that. I love how they just built a culture of, like... That, that, I feel like that's such a hard thing to do in NFL. That's some college football stuff, what they built there. Like, they have a culture. They're known... For certain type of players, they're gonna have, and certain type of defense, they're gonna be known for defense. And like Steelers got that culture. You know what it was with them was that first draft when they moved to Baltimore, getting Jonathan Ogden, and yep. then getting Ray Lewis. Yep, that changed everything. <laughs> so everything Texans can do it, man. Texans can do it. I, I definitely believe that they can. Well, that's why we are optimists or <laughs> hoping for the best. But uh, D line, so you yeah. you already did your top. You did all five. I got yeah. I got uh, Thibodeau, Hutchinson, Carloptis, Dave Jordan Davis, and then um, Trevon Walker. Slash Maje Sanders. Yes. The 5B. Whew. This is tough. I'm going to have to. I will go Hutchinson only because I don't even really like him like that. But <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like he's kind of been programmed into our heads as like this guy. Yeah, I feel like I didn't. I didn't make that pick on my own. I feel like the internet or like the made it for media me. made it for me. Yeah, like I feel like I have somebody behind me right now. Like you know who to say. Yeah, like when I'm thinking about like watching them this year, it was Thibodeau for me all year until I right? seen that Ohio State game, and I was just like, like I said earlier, bro. I'm just like, bro. Okay, this is what everybody been talking about. No, I see it. But then it's like that Georgia game, they put them clamps on him what? when he really got the attention that, you know, when he got that attention that, he, you know, he couldn't get, you know, when he's facing them other teams. That he was getting that Thibodeau. That's what somebody was saying. He was like, this this attention Thibodeau been getting all year. You know, and it's like, he, yeah, he played Georgia, and they was, they was putting the clamps on him. They was really giving him that NFL <laughs> – NFL yeah. treatment, like what uh-huh. are you gonna see in the NFL? Yeah, it was giving him that. Yeah, we gonna put all the attention on you. It's gonna be interesting. It's oh man, it's gonna. But be... he's had like one of the like highest graded seasons. I don't know if it's Big Ten or period. Period. Um, since like Chase Young, Bosa. Yeah, I've seen that. It might have been so, Big Ten. I think it was yeah. Big Ten. Um, but, yeah, that's elite company to be in. I don't think mm-hmm. he's bad, but I, we'll see. Because he's going to get chipped like he was at Georgia. All, especially if he goes number one overall. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, they don't want to see number one overall picks thrive? What? So, I'd go him number one, Tavon two. Um, I really like so our list will be kind of similar. I like that George Clock. <laughs> Carl Loftus. Carl Loftus out of mm-hmm. uh, Purdue. I really like him. 
And then Jermaine Johnson. I like him. He had a great senior. Oh, class. you got Jermaine Johnson ahead of Jordan Davis, huh? Yeah, I haven't put no DNs yet or uh, <laughs> DTs yet. I really like Jermaine Johnson. I, I just – his senior bowl really impressed me. And then I do like Jordan Davis because I feel like he's a chess piece. But I feel like his teammate, Devontae Wyatt, mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to be the better pro. I don't know. I think he's definitely going to be putting up the better stats. And, and, in, a, and in the cover, too, like, he plays three technique, right? Yeah. It'd be a good pass. Yeah, from that's more important. So I, I have him at number five. I just think Jordan Davis is such a chess piece. I don't know if he offers – you know what? In college, he was getting double teamed so much. He wasn't – when he got single blocked, he was dominating. Mm-hmm. He's special. So I would, have, I, would put, <laughs> I would put him or Devontae Wyatt, kind of like you did with Sanders. Yeah. It's interchangeable for me Yeah, right there. But So I would go Hutchinson, Thibodeau, um, Carl Lofkus. Johnson and then Wyatt slash Davis out of Georgia, both Georgia guys. Um, and then now we're at linebackers, Walker. We're Some almost there. We're almost there. Wait till we get to punters. We're doing uh, <laughs> kickers and punters separate. Kickers so freaking my boy uh, Dicker the kicker, man. Is there a guy really named that? Yeah, Cameron Dicker. It's Texas. That's funny. Yeah, no, somebody needs to draft him. Maybe us. Kicker the kicker, man. Yeah. That is hilarious. I didn't know that. They paid freaking Fairbairn, though. Yeah, they did. They gave him that bag. Oh, actually, there's like several names with the last name Walker. I just, I'm looking at this linebacker list. Yeah, we got chances, Walker. You're getting a jersey. Mm <laughs> hmm. Um, so linebacker, right, is it me? I think it's me. You went D line first, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, so number one, I'm going Nicobe Dean. I like him. I think he, like you said, he's a uh, culture changer, defense. Mm-hmm. He's 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 that guy. Uh, number two, I'm going Devin Lloyd. Kind of like a chess piece. I feel like he's kind of like a kind of of the same elk as like uh, Michael Parsons. He can play linebacker mm. and he can rush the passer. He did it at Utah and he was really good at rushing, getting after the passer when uh, Utah allowed him to. Number three, I am going to go, this guy I am very big on is uh, Troy Anderson out of Montana State. Remember the name? I think he's going to be the new Erlacher. For Levy Smith, I think he's going to be our middle linebacker for years to come. Troy Anderson out of Montana State, number three. Number four, Quay Walker. Quay Walker. Mm. He's a physical freak. Kind of reminds me of Zach Cunningham, but uh, maybe better effort. I don't know. And then number five, I'm going to go. I really like this guy. Damon Clark. I've said two names that you will hear later on at the end of the show. But, yes, Damon Clark out of LSU. Big physical linebacker, 6'3", 6'4". 
I think two seasons ago, he was named like the most valuable player on the team. Um, it's a award that the LSU Tigers give out every year. And I just think he's going to be a good one. Those are my five linebackers. Walker, where do your five linebackers stand? I'm going to go N'Kobe Dean, one. Um, Devin Lloyd, two. I, uh, I, 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 at one point I had Devin Lloyd, one, just because I felt like he was – I think the combine made me drop him a little bit, too. But because um, he didn't run as fast as I thought he would. And uh, N'Kobe Dean, like, I had him one, but then I was like, maybe Lloyd would be better. But, nah, I, I like – I like I think Dean is going to be a – wherever he gets drafted, I think he's going to turn – change that defense um, if they need – obviously, if they need a linebacker, they probably do need changing. But I think wherever he goes, he's going to – he's going to raise that level of that defense. So I'm gonna go Dean Lloyd. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go Chad Numa third out of Wyoming. Mm. Yeah, I like him. Um, then I'm gonna go Leo Chanel out of Wisconsin fourth. Um, athletic, super athletic out of out of uh, Wisconsin. I'm about to check Just Chad Muma, Chad Muma, and Leo Chanel. Man, I like them a lot. You got Troy Anderson on him. I haven't really watched him, but I need to go check him out too. But I think I'm going to put Christian Harris fifth out of Alabama. I like it. On my list. You can't go wrong with that one. Mm-hmm. I really like that. So now we're on corners. This is you with corners and wide receivers. I will take your word for it every single time. Really, every time you recommend a player. But corners and wide receivers, yeah. I'm like locked in when you tell me somebody. Yeah, I don't know why, man. I just try to see how they out there moving, man. And that's really what I'd be looking for. But you good at corners? Yeah, I was just happy for my boy AJ Terrell. Man, (laughs) and you called it. Yeah, he was. He was. He was getting abused uh, early, but he he done, he flipped it around, man. But for this year, um, I mean, as everybody already heard earlier, man, I got I got Derek Stingley one. Um, I think he's one of the best players in this whole draft. Um, Sauce Gardner two, who I think also could be one of the best players in this draft. Um. Trent McDuffie three, just because I'm a. If I was a scout right now and it's and it's uh Washington corner and we need a corner, he's 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 gonna get elevated in my list just because he went to Washington. Because they, Washington I don't know corners. what type of development they do out there, but they've been doing it for the past decade. It seems like, um. And then four, I'm going to go Andrew Booth. And five is where it gets a little tricky. It's This cornerback class is so deep. Um, five, I might – I think I'm going to go – I think I'm going to go Kyler Gordon out of Washington too. 
I'm so glad you said that name. Yeah, I was – I, I kind of want to go Kyrie Elam. I think I'm going to go Kyler Gordon out of Washington at five. I love it. Just, just this class, this cornerback class has been one of the better ones, like, from, from like, one through eight I've seen in a while, um, in a long time, honestly. Like, obviously, we got the top end, Mc, uh, Stingley and McDuffie and, and Sauce. Booth is not like Booth low key might be the second. Like I think you could say Sauce would be the best like cover two corner maybe, but like Booth the way he tackles, he might be one of the better like a better fit to play cover two um, than Sauce. Like cause he's just a monster when it, it comes to come up and making tackles in the open field. Um. And then you got Kyrie Elam out of Florida, just a, a great size, great speed, played in the SEC, um, played some really good games against good competition. Then you got Roger McCreary out of Auburn, another great size, speed guy. Yeah. Um, then you got um, my boy out of UTSA. Um, I can't I can't really think of his name right now. You, you remember his name? Out of UTSA, uh, uh, Tariq Woolen. Ty, yeah, Tariq Woolen. Mm-hmm. I like him. Freak. Freaky. Yeah, I think he's 6'4". I think he ran like a 4'29". Yeah, no, that's that's scary. <laughs> like, he's, he's he's freaky. Um, So this class, this class is, is, is got some, 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 some really, 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 really good cornerback depth. So it's kind of like, do you take that corner at 13 if it's not Sauce or, or McDuffie or Stingley? Or do you kind of, like, play the, the board and, and still get a really good corner later? No. You're taking the chance. Mm-hmm. Because that top, them, they do, like, yeah. The ones at top are special. Mm-hmm. Real special. So that's uh, that's going to be something – Texans need to look into seriously. And they they got to take a corner this year. At 3 13 37 whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I, I would I would be very pleased if it was a corner at one of those three first three picks. We'll see. Mhm. my my uh list will have a lot of similar names. I'm going to probably go you've convinced me on Stingley man. And he convinced me himself this uh, past week at his pro day, coming back from injury, running like a four three seven forty. You know, um, he's gonna have to have some speed, especially in the NFL, mm-hmm. covering some of these uh, wide receivers. Uh, number two is Sauce. I really like Sauce Gardner. Just that swag, like we've been talking about all episode. Mm-hmm. And then number three, you had him at number five, but dude, this guy to me. Is a dog, mm-hmm. Kyler yeah. Gordon. <laughs> yeah, and Kyler he's Gordon. got the size too. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing for me. I, I think you can't. We were talking about Jamison Williams earlier having something that you can't coach, can't teach. I think size at the cornerback position is something in today's NFL that you, it's almost you got to have it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's okay to have maybe a smaller corner, maybe in the slot. 
spot in, you know, or a smaller safety who covers up top, you know, or, but outside corner, you need some length and Kyler Gordon's got that. And he, he's just physical. He's nasty. He kind of reminds me of Marshawn Lattimore. From mm. the Saints. That's, That's the one cop. of my favorite corners. And he's a bad boy. He's a bad boy. So if Kyler Gordon could be any, anywhere close to that, then he, he's going to have a good career. And then Andre Booth, like you said, you have me a believer in the Clemson corners now after you telling me about A.J. Terrell. Um, I'm, I'm going to give Booth the benefit of the doubt. His play is special. And, yeah, uh, he's he's just like like yeah on his tape he just pops out the tackles the tackles he makes in the open field like yeah you can you can just see it in in the cover too like if they run like a little halfback stretch or toss uh, he's right there to 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 take the running back out so and you gotta have that I don't yeah because not everybody likes to tackle Mm-mm. and um, yeah no I I really like him. And then number five, I know that this is just my preference. I've I've kind of watched this guy's tape. He's another big corner of Martin Emerson out of mm. Mississippi State. Oh, just I've watch heard of his, him. Just watch his tape. I thought he was coming out last year, and I was really excited. I was like, oh, this guy could be a third late-round pick for the Texans. He's a big physical corner. I hope they do it. I and I've seen him a couple times on the Footwork Kings page, getting his work in, you know, before the draft right now. Mm-hmm. So I love that a corner who takes his craft very seriously. Man, come on, you're gonna have to, or else you're gonna get exposed. So I love to see it. So that's my five: Martin Emerson at five, Andre Booth at four, Gordon at three. Sauce at two and Stingley at one. Corners, hey, Texans got to get one. One of mm-hmm. out of your top five or my top five, just get one of. <laughs> just get one, man. Just get one. Maybe one of the <laughs> Washington corners or something. Yeah, just get one. Come on, man, it's our time, please. And then um, safeties, man. Safeties. I'll go first. Uh, Kyle Hamilton at one. Um, let me look at this list. Uh, Kyle Hamilton at one. And who? I would say Marquise Bell, Miami, hmm. Florida A and M. I think it is. Mm. Oh wow, Florida A and M. I think he's gonna be a. I think he's gonna be one where we look back and be like, oh, how did this guy slip? Yeah. Uh, Jaquan Brisker, mm-hmm. I think. Out of Penn State, he's very nice. I like him. Um, Daxton Hill from Michigan, I'm not going to put him on my list, but he, I'm going to put him as honorable mention. He can play corner, safety, and he's just – he's A1. He kind of reminds me of one of the McCordy twins mm. uh, when they came out. I'll go Jalen Petrie. Petrie? Yep. Yep. Out of Baylor. Yeah, on my list. Oh, yeah. I really like him. Safeties is another position that's pretty deep this year. Like, So, I would actually go him, too. Hamilton. Yep, that's where one, I got him. <laughs> Petrie, two. Marquise Bell. I'm not getting off the Marquise Bell. He's going to stay on my list, but I'm going to put him at three. Um, and then I'm going to put Vernon McKinley at four out of Oregon. He's undersized, mm-hmm. kind of like an Andre Howe. But, man, this dude, 
is just a ball magnet. He's going to get that ball. He's going to intercept it and give it, give uh, opportunities back to the uh, offense. Um, and then number five, there is a guy that uh, our head coach, Levy Smith, has coached before. I don't know if you've seen his tape, but Kirby Joseph. Yes, I have. He's a freaking <laughs> right. He's a hard hitter, bro. Hard hitter, and he's a ball hog from the, the highlights I've seen. He was always getting the ball, but uh, so that'd be my number five. So I'm going to go through this list because I think I confused my damn self. Um, Kyle Hamilton won. Jaquan Brisk. No. Jalen Petrie at two. <laughs> Marquise Bell, you're going to stay at three. You're lucky. Marquise Bell. <laughs> Jaquan Brisker, you're not on my list, man. I apologize. I would definitely be okay if you proved me wrong. Jaquan Brisker, I'm sorry. Um, and then Vernon McKinley and uh, Kirby Joseph at five. I know I'm, I'm still confused, but what is your top five, Walker? So, yeah, I got Hamilton one. Um, I think that's clear. I don't even think it's close. Uh, and then I got Petrie second, and he might be my favorite safety. Um, I could actually see him being like a him and you mentioned McKinley. I was like, oh, that's a nice one too. I could see them being put in like the nickelback position, um, and being used in all type of different ways from safety to nickelback. Um, so yeah, I go Hamilton, Petrie. I'm gonna go um Lewis Sin or sign. I, I don't know how you say out of Georgia. Yes. Third. And then fourth. Man, I like Jaquan Brisker too. Fourth, I'll go Jaquan Brisker. Like, I, I got to watch more Dax Hill, but you're right. He was like a corner. Like, that was a good comp, the McCourty 10s. Right. Because they were corners and they played safety. Oh, it's hard. Safety's I got to put, so put McKinley on here. I got to put McKinley on here. So, I'm going to go McKinley four, Brisker fifth. That's mm-hmm. actually, like, Brisker Hill would be tied for fifth. Brisker, nice. I shouldn't have left him off. Yeah. But um, I like did – oh, did I put Kirby Joseph on here? <laughs> I don't even know if I put Kirby Joseph on here. I don't think I did. He nice too. I like him. I like him later though. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's because, it's man. Because, like, Petrie and – McKinley are low-key like nickel slot corners. And Hill, too, are low-key like nickel slot corners slash safeties. Yeah, yeah. I like that McKinley because, you know, I like – He nice. Um, I don't know if you remember last year, like, I like Javon Holland a lot. And he he ended up being Ballin really good. At Miami, right? Yeah. I I, I kind of see a similar I – like, I like McKinley in a similar way. When you mentioned him, I was like, oh, he's right, bro. Some good safeties. They ain't belting out of Iowa's good, too. Yes, no, they're, they're, they're deep. 
There's a dude who I stumbled upon. His last name's Weatherford. He's kind of like a safety linebacker hybrid, but check his stuff out. And have you seen Marquise Bell's highlights? Mm -mm. He's nice too, man. Check him out. Out of Florida A&M at HBCU. Yeah, so it's a deep secondary class this year. It's crazy. And if Texans don't come away with a good safety and a good corner, then they're not competent uh, scouts. (laughs) Straight up. No, for real, yeah. That's, they would have, that's a lot. They would have to get us up in that thing if – if uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to blow up this shit like Larry and Stafford did uh, Watson. If if they don't uh, draft a corner or a safety this year, <laughs> this draft, oh, yeah. I'm I'm going to be on Kirby like, like I lived there, you know. But Walker, we made it through, man. There was, yeah, there was man, a moment. We made it. <laughs> there was a moment where I was like, dude. Fuck. <laughs> like, we really in this shit. Yeah. I was like, man, on my phone, I'm die. Yeah, no, my I shit about like to. 5%, yeah. I'm at 16. But So mm-hmm. let's go ahead and get this uh, top five. Our always in the episode top five, like we always do. It's still going to stay draft-related. But our top five 2022 draft sleepers. Walker, I don't know if you've already made your list, but you know I got yeah, you can you can go first while I while I, had, I see what I got here. So my number five, I already mentioned his name. I got Damon Clark, linebacker out of LSU. I feel like in the right defense, this man could be special. If not special, a very good pro. Number four. We mentioned him just this past segment in the safeties, Vernon McKinley. I think people are mm-hmm. forgetting about him. Yeah. I think he could go in the fourth or the fifth, maybe the third, and people are going to be like, how did he fall that far? Because he did nothing but ball out in college. It's just his size. Number three, I feel like people are forgetting about this guy because they talk about his running mate. John Mechie out of uh, Mm, Alabama mm -hmm. wide receiver. I feel like he's a special route runner. Alabama wide receivers are already good. You know, they're known for that if you go into Alabama. And uh, he tore his ACL, so he's kind of flew under the radar a little bit. Um, I think the Texans could probably get him in the third or fourth and put him in the slot, and you you got a good trio of wide receivers and Playmakers for Davis Mills. Number two, I also mentioned this guy in my cornerback top five, but Martin Emerson. I don't know where he's going to go in the draft. I don't think he's being mentioned as one of the top corners, and that's okay because where I go or where he goes, I think he will exceed expectations and be a, a good pro for a long time. And my number one, is linebacker Troy Anderson. I mentioned him. I think he – you might be shocked, but I think he will be probably the third uh, linebacker taken in the draft. I think he's going to go in the second. He's ranked third on CBS's rankings. Is he? See? Mm -hmm. They know what's up. I think (laughs) he's just a special linebacker. I think he's like a Luke Keekley type of – leader, I guess. Um, he kind of looks like 
Luke Keekley a little bit, like Luke Keekley's taller brother. Um, he's he's a new age typical, uh, bigger size linebacker. I think he's like six four. Um, mm. In college, sounds he, perfect for you know. Us. I would love it. Put him in the middle because you know, in the cover two, what's the you know spot on the field that you gotta have covered? Mm-hmm. That's the middle, and that's where Brian Urlacher thrives, and I. Feel like this is where Troy Anderson could thrive. Yeah, Brooks, mm-hmm. covering that middle man, and he played offense at Man uh, Montana State, and I think he won an award for like offensive player of the month in college or something. I don't know, but he is a very versatile player, and I think once he hones into just linebacker, I think he could be special. So that's my top five 2022 sleepers, Walker. Who do you have? Um. So, yeah, I'm going to give you, yeah, somebody we just named recently, too. Um, is it Vern? Is it, you said it's Vernon McKinney? Yeah, probably. McKinley? Yeah, probably. His name's spelled V-E-R-O-N-E. I don't know if they, how to pronounce that exactly, but Varon? I don't know. Baron. But yeah, I like. I think. I think he. I think he's gonna be really, 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 a uh, really good sleeper if we can pick him up in the in the later rounds. Um, super good slot corner type type player. Um, just I think he's gonna be really good. And then also another safety out of Baylor. I forgot JT Woods, um, Petrie's um, teammate. I think he has a chance to be really solid. Um, Obviously, in another corner, number three, I mentioned that we already mentioned is Tariq Woolen, mm. um, who's actually on CBS's board, like 96th right now on the ranking. So, damn, they got him top 100. So, I don't know how much of a sleeper he is, but um, if he if he gets unlocked, whew, man, they can go crazy. And then um, two. No, three, I'll go Maje Sanders. Or no, this is two. Yeah, it would be know. it'd be two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Two, I got Maje Sanders. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I I would take him in the first round. Um that's how how high I think of him. And then think about oh Joe Bo got hurt, you know, who knows where that's gonna have him land, or if he's gonna fall or how how's it gonna play out, but I really like Maje Sanders. Um, I think he should be a first-round talent, but, you know, if you can get him in the second, hey, that's even better. And then I got, what, two receivers. I don't even know if one of them is really a sleeper. But Calvin Austin out of Memphis, he's 5'8", 170, but he's a playmaker. Like, he – you get the ball in his hands – he makes plays. I, I hate that he's so small, but um, he's a beast. And then the real sleeper of the draft, I told y'all about earlier for the Texans for sure, Kyle Phillips, white white receiver, white boy man out of UCLA. I'm telling you right now, go check him out on YouTube, 5'11", 189. I'm telling you. I got a strong feeling the Texans love this guy. I'm looking him Kyle up. Kyle right Phillips, now. UCLA receiver. Classic Patriots. 
<laughs> type of pickup, man. I'm telling you. I could see him finding his way on this team, man. Say less. I'm going to watch it as soon as we get off of this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing it now. I see he was eating up LSU. Oh, that's the <laughs> yeah. dude? Oh, my God. That was him? That did that yeah. Stingley? Oh, uh-huh. Don't put them on the same team. Stingley going mm-hmm. lighting his ass up in practice. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, he's going to put him in jail, yeah. Yeah, you put <laughs> bad tape on my film. Like, what the hell? Yeah, no, nah, I can – yeah, watch him. You're going to be like, yeah, I can see him. He reminds me I of can see uh, him being Julian a... Edelman. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. You should have showed me this guy. <laughs> that's going to be one of them late-round picks, bro, one of them just random late-round picks. That is Julian Edelman. Mm-hmm. The way he play, the way he breaking tackles. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, I might have just found a new – because Alec Pierce out of um, – Oh, Cincinnati, yeah. Cincinnati, I believe. I was really big on him because, you know, white QB, white uh, wide receiver connection, it's almost mm-hmm. undefeated, you know. And uh, Jordy Nelson, I was thinking about Jordy. He kind of reminds me of that ilk. Mm. Jordy Nelson, Alec Pierce. I just keep watching these highlights, and he's killing it on punt returns. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. That's one of them classic late round. Wes Walker, Julian Edelman. Uh, what's the other guy they had drafted that one time? Kyle Hogan, is that his name? Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan. Mm-hmm. I feel like they just got another one with a weird his weird ski at the end of his name. Odoruski or uh, there was an Alabama wide receiver. Maybe that's who they got. Remember there was a white Alabama wide receiver? Like maybe two years ago. Oh uh, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name, but I remember he was pretty he was good. He didn't like start or nothing, but he always made like clutch clutch catches or something. I don't know, but this Kyle Phillips, you uh, you really fucked me up with this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really fucked my head. I almost – I feel like if they don't draft Kyle Phillips, I think it's a failure of a draft. If Yeah, if they don't, Patriots definitely going to pick him up in the sixth me. round. He kind of reminds me of Cooper Cup the way he be running. <laughs> He's just small. But he be talking to shit. He was just talking to shit. <laughs> oh, I need that. Give me that. I need it. Yeah, white, white, white boy with a little dog in him. Yeah, I need that. I won't sit. But, but I could see it happening, man. Cause only two teams I can see taking somebody like that is us and the Pets. Come on, man. Let's speak this shit into existence, goddamn. Yeah, most uh, most teams already got their white boy. We don't have him yet. NFL, let it, let Clint us. Clint Renfro. You know what I'm saying? Renfro's a monster. I know. I'm so excited for the Raiders. I'm I'm happy for Derek Carr, man. Mm-hmm. That's going to be good for him. I am, but Texans, y'all heard us. Y'all better listen to this podcast. Nick Casario, you better listen to what we was spitting on here so you can maybe find some late-round gems mm-hmm. and players that you wasn't thinking about. And if you don't get Kyle Phillips, Nick Casario – Jack Easterby, he's a Christian. If you don't, if you don't get Kyle Phillips, 
then your whole entire draft is a failure. I don't even care what you do for the next two years after this one. Seriously, Walker, you put me on, man. And, <laughs> and I'm telling y'all, Walker has not lied to me yet. He has <laughs> not been wrong on a single player he has told me about. So if you don't, if you want to sleep, that's your own mistake. Walker, this is episode 56, man. The Texans draft edition. That's what we're going to call this bad boy. You have anything you'd like to add before we get out of here? Any, any other gems that you would like to, players that we should know? Man. Because I feel like you spit Who's, right now. No, I, I think I got them all. Calvin Austin, check him out for sure. He's electric. Um, I haven't been put on any, any – I, I don't think I watched anybody. Kyle Phillips is probably my best one. That's why I saved him for last. Everybody who watches him, man, they'll know what we're talking about. <laughs> They're going to see it. <laughs> They're going to see it. Well, Walker, it's been real. Episode 56, like, share, subscribe, everybody, all that. And we're going to be coming very soon, maybe this week, but we're coming soon with the Rockets season recap episode. That'll be episode 57. So be tuned and we might have a special guest, maybe a returning guest. You never know. But until then, we out of here, people. This bitch getting nasty for a little bit of change, but I can't blame if they maintain. I get to begging to ease my pain. Don't shed clothes beneath my chain. I hope you choose a recruiting the shooters, as we've been told that he can't aim. I heard the message is asking the questions. I'm like, shh, we can't name. Why you put 80 on the watch? Fuck fame. I like how that road, it fit on my vein. These niggas hating till I upgrade. New limbo, shit on y'all lanes. Oh, you been saving a thought, okay. I'm keeping these hoes from out my face. I just been saving a guap, okay. Cause saving these hoes is not my place. I'm on a bad mission, uh. Walking this bitch with a million, I'm feeling like jackpot. I'm in the kitchen with scripts, it was me and no soda, he was whipping that crack pot. Why you little niggas on the bottom? I'm NBA balling, I don't need no mascot. Matter of fact, take my trash shot. Ayy, ho got ass shots. Check out this puncher, I got points like extra last cop. Hella one in that joint, trying to prove no points, he was loading up cash shot. Meanwhile, y'all going broke, these niggas is joke, these niggas been assed down. I ain't gotta mention my stash house. Uh, I took a major loss, I was just playing my role, you know how I go, mm-hmm, I played the boss. Diamonds like tic tac toe, I can mention my clothes, mm-hmm, I paid the cost. They like to stop, well, I'm in the vault, cause they wanna know how I saved it all. Fuck it, you know I get paid. To these talk. bitches get nasty for a little bit of change, but I can't blame if they maintain. I get the bag and it ease my pain, don't shake clothes beneath my chain. I hope you choose a recruiting the shooters, as we've been told, that he can't aim. I heard the message is asking the questions, I'm like, shh, we can't name. Why you put 80 on the watch? Fuck fame, I like how that roll, he fit on my.